What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Love Podcast. I am so freaking excited to be back recording and talking to you guys. It's been entirely too long, extremely too long. Like, I can't even lie to y'all, though. Life literally, like, took a turn. Like, it's just... I've just been dealing with a lot lately, and I haven't had the motivation. I haven't had the, honestly, the strength. I haven't had, um, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, the words to say. It's just been a lot going on. Literally, my whole life changed in a matter of a weekend, and it was just a big adjustment. Like, my emotions were... To be honest, unmanageable. Like I was, I was just in a dark place. But I'm better now, and we're back. I'm back motivated. I got content listed out, and I'm ready, y'all. I'm so excited to be back. And I do apologize for such a long pause, but I thank you guys. If you're here, if you're back, if you're tuning in, I'm thankful, I'm grateful, and I cannot wait to continue this healing journey with you guys. And so, yeah, as y'all can tell, we're going to get right into this topic because, like I said, a lot has gone on since the last time I have came and talked to you guys and like I said you know just been going through the emotions and I did do a podcast before just touching on the effects that parents have on us that they may not be aware of and I've also touched on accountability and you know, you just got to be accountable accountable for your actions. And I also spoke on the accountability where at some point you have to take accountability for your own hurt. Like, yes, people continue to hurt you, but you continue to allow it. And that's where this whole no contact method comes in. It's, 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 it's very... No contact, they say, honestly, no contact is, like, the only way to, to, like, protect yourself from a narcissist, to protect yourself from toxic people, to just protect yourself from people that don't even respect your boundaries. So, no contact will be the best thing. And, like I said, okay, as you guys can tell by the title, um, yeah, I type my notes out. Well, I typed some of my thoughts out because, like I said, it's been a while and I just wanted things to flow. So getting into my notes, I I titled it The Grief of Going No Contact. And I talked about the one thing that I've heard a lot on my journey and like discussing it with people, discussing it with friends, even my therapist, other family members, the common response that everyone says is, that's still your family or that's still you know this person in your life that's still that person we're blood that's family you know like people constantly throw that in your face oh you only get one mama you get one daddy you get one you know like people constantly whenever you 
whenever you feel like you're ready to make that decision, people are constantly throwing that in your face. And I don't think people realize the degree of thought and just how much a person has to put up with before they even come to the terms of going no contact. Like I tell people all the time, who wants to not talk to such a significant person in your life? Who wants to not talk to the person that brought you into this world? Like, we all need our mama. So, who wants to walk around mad or not talking to their mama just because? Like, I don't think people understand the degree of hurt and and strength that it literally takes for someone to decide to go no contact, especially with such a close family member. And, um... Like I said, on this journey, I've learned that we're all on our own journey. Everybody has their own trauma, their own problems, their own healing that needs to be done. And in that, I've learned that I have to, you know, we have to give people grace, You, we have, especially our parents. Our parents have their own trauma. Our parents experience their own pain. And they continue to experience their own pain and their own trauma and things of that nature so we have to remember that parents are human and we have to extend that grace to them but in saying that just because you extend grace that does not mean that you have to allow people to continue to hurt you you have to allow people to continue to disrespect you you don't extending grace and 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 forgiving a person does not mean that you still allow access to you and even it's just placing boundaries you know you don't even have to go completely no contact if you don't if you feel like you have the strength or if you feel like it'll just work better you know such as distance or limit communication then by all means do what you need to do do what is best for you but like I said it's it is it's a it's a task and uh a battle to really come to terms with having to go no contact with a parent or a close family member like and what I noticed in my journey is when you decide to go no contact with one person it kind of leads to an avalanche so okay we had a slight interruption but we're back okay So like I was saying, usually when you go no contact with one person, it's going to create an avalanche and you're more than likely going to end up having to go no contact with your whole family because nine times out of ten, the person that you're going no contact with is going to be a narcissist and they have already painted and portrayed you to be a certain way in everyone else's eye. So everyone is just literally gonna take their side or from my situation is more of people just people are just looking at me as though I'm crazy like if if that's honestly the best way to put it like with me being on my spiritual journey um I don't think I'm gonna sugarcoat things anymore you guys so like I said me being on my spiritual journey and if you've been a listener, if you've been a viewer, then I did the um, podcast episode, my mama said, and discussing the trauma and the the pain and, you know, just some of the things and 
just some of the things that I had to go through with my mama and it's like it just never stopped y'all like and it's like the older I got I became a mother and I'm a mother and I'm like how can my mother do this to me or you know and it's just it's it's it's, it's a different feeling it honestly is but I kind of lost my train of thought <laughs> hold on we're gonna get it back together okay so yeah I remember what I was saying like I was saying um usually you know just going no contact it's 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 a lot of buildup, and like I said in my situation, I'm not really going to sugarcoat things anymore or not to bash anybody, not to, you know, make anybody look a certain way, but this is my truth, this is my story, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. Like, I went through what I went through, what happened, happened, and it is what it is. So, like I said, Mother's Day come, and I read a three-page letter. Like, it's just only so much begging and trying and hoping that you can do so mothers that come few incidents occurred that hurt my feelings and I decided that it was time to write a letter and put those feelings in a letter because because of some of the trauma that I faced faced a face-to-face -face conversation just wasn't an option for me so I wrote a letter and it ended up being three pages and I gave that letter to my mother and I did ask her for a, some space just you know just space I told her she could still see my daughter I just need space for my healing because I told her I've tried to talk to you you know I, I've, I've tried I just don't know what to do anymore like and I'm tired of being hurt I'm tired of crying like I, I can't anymore and the next day, I received a text message, let's discuss the letter, and I didn't respond because I'm asking you for space. I'm setting a boundary, and you're literally crossing it. So, I was, I got a long text message, and then things kind of, I don't know, y'all, things just been really, really rocky, and then at some point, it was, I, I like, it went from, okay, so my mama went from not talking to me. Well, I'll say she would call, like, once a week to talk to my daughter. And then after I asked for space, I'm getting a text message every other day. I'm getting a phone call, like, like I said, every other day. And it's like, to me, I just felt disrespected because I asked you for space. And it's like you gave me the exact opposite. And back in November, back in May, February, September, when I was begging and asking for that love and that comfort that I needed when I was going through other things and I needed my mother. It was, um, you know, you choose to be heard and it is what it is. So yeah, like it just, I just decided that I just needed space. And like I said, it was, I felt like my boundaries were being crossed a lot and then an incident happened and boundaries were crossed lines were crossed things were said people don't know how to keep their hands to themselves at our big ages and that was the official straw for me especially with my child being involved I don't want her to see those things I don't want her to have those type of memories of me or of my mother and that's another thing that I think people don't 
realize it's such a hard decision to make like oh people are like yeah you know your child she needs your grandma she needs her grandma or don't you know don't keep that love from her but at the same time it's as her mother I have to protect her from from things like I I have to protect her from toxicity and and violence and you know so that's that's what comes with it and that touches back again on it's not easy to make the decision to go no contact but you have to literally do what you have to do to protect you and after that last situation when things are getting physical and I'm holding my child and I'm being locked out and kept from my child I just cannot put myself or my child back in that situation and it's just it's hard like I think no one really talks about the grief of going no contact. I've talked to multiple people for almost a year now. Things really got bad between me and my mother, like September of last year. So I've been talking to people literally for a year now, and it's just the whole, you know, that's your mama. That's what I was saying. Like, it's not easy to make that decision. And I don't think that people understand that when they're telling you, like, that's your mama. You get one mama, like, or your baby needs her, like, and that's just like, you don't think I've thought about all of that, or you don't think I know that I only have one mama. You don't think, like, I mean, she only got one daughter. Nobody telling her that. Like, it's it's a lot of grief that come with it. It really is. And it, like I said, it's been a year that I've been battling with this decision and I've I've tried y'all it's been almost the next month literally makes a year like I've tried I've I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and even with me preparing myself I can say for a year now I've been preparing myself for this to come it still doesn't make it hurt any less it doesn't make it any easier it doesn't it is just it's it's a it's a it's a grief. It honestly is a grief. It's it's like you're grieving someone that's not dead, you know? It's it's definitely a grief. And you know, I like I said, I know that people have good intentions when they're telling you that that's that's still your mama or you only get one mama. You need you need your mama. Like I'm pretty sure just about everybody that says that they have good intentions and I think people try to prevent you from that grief that'll come with, you know, I guess death, you know, no going no contact and then death occurs or somebody getting sick or, you know, I guess trying to prevent regret. But like I said, it's, it's a lot that goes into that decision that I don't think people understand. Like I've had to sit and I've, I've thought about it. Like, would I be okay if I stopped talking to my mama? And she passed, like, would I be able to live with myself with that decision? And I had to come to terms, like, is I can create this distance, create this healing. And I've honestly, y'all, I have forgiven her since the situation happened last month. I've forgiven her. But it's, that's the difference in, like, okay, having that space gives me that opportunity to think with a clear head, to, like I said, give her that grace, to understand that 
she has her own problems what she did or said to me literally had nothing to do with me i can't it's i can't take it personal to a certain extent but it's like you just gotta just i don't know y'all it's it's a it's just a different feeling like and like i said i know people have good intentions when they say that and it's like kevin gay said you ever lost somebody and they're not dead like it's it's just crazy to know that this person is here. They're supposed to be there for me. Pretty much be everything that I need. Like, this person brought me into the world. And to know that I'll never have that love or that that connection that my heart so long, so much desires, like... It's, it's, it's a different feeling. That little girl in me, like, I just feel like I'm tearing up right now. It's, it hurts. Like, I don't think people understand. And it's, it's hard to try to stay around when you're not getting, I don't, I'm not going to say you're not getting what you need. But, I mean, that kind of is the best way to put it. And the analogy that I tend to use is if I wouldn't take this treatment from a guy that I'm talking to, why the heck would I accept it from my mother? Like, is my mother is supposed to love me unconditionally, protect me, like, and it's, I'm not going to say it's none of that, but it's, I get more pain than I feel love than anything. It's just different to long for your mama to, like, like I said, y'all been going through a lot, and One day I'll tell y'all this story. Once I've once I've made it on the other side of this, I ain't quite made it through this situation yet. But with this situation, it was just it was it was it was hard to go through knowing that the person that I needed to call, the person that should have been there, the person that when somebody like when you go through something, bro, the first person you want to call is your mama. When you need something, the first person you want to call is your mama. And to know that I was going through something as drastic as I was and I couldn't call my mama, like, it just did something to me. Like, it's just a different hurt, you know. But you do learn to live without it. You learn to accept, accept it, accept accept people for who they are accept the relationship for what it is and accept that you'll never have that that love that you're looking for like yeah you can give it to yourself but like I said everybody wants their mama like there's been times where I've been going through situations and I just wish I could just go crawl up under my mama but first of all that's not my mama like I don't have a type of mother where I could just go lay up under her. And then secondly, clearly the relationship is estranged. So it's just like, that's not an option. And like I said, even with me making this decision to go no contact, it literally has been 11 months of processing and debating and trying and forgiving. Like it's been 11 months and... You know, I'm still left with this process of, like I said, mourning the relationship that I've never had. Like, then I also have to think, like, my daughter, 
that's a relationship that she'll never have. And it's 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 I I just don't think people understand the the pain that really come with going no contact. Like it's a lot that goes into it and it's a lot of thoughts. But like I said, with those thoughts, I felt like this decision was better to protect my daughter. Yeah, I say I mourn the thought that I won't never have that relationship. My daughter won't have that relationship. But in the process of on the other side of that, my daughter won't have that trauma. She won't have those memories. My daughter will be able to. And of course, the question will come up later on in life. You know, where where's my mama like or what happened or, you know. Of course, it will come up, and I pray that my daughter is proud of me for making the decision to protect myself. I hope she looks at me as an example, and she don't let people walk all over her. Like, I've been a people pleaser. I've been so just so much all my life, y'all, and I know a lot of it stems from the relationship that I had with my mother and I just want so much better for my daughter so with this decision I hope she doesn't look at me any kind of way in the future I hope she I hope she's proud of me for putting myself first and protecting myself and I really hope my baby is proud of me because it's it's very hard and like I said I think I think about my mama every day y'all it's um I'm not I can't lie like I think about her every day. It's been, it hasn't quite been a month. It's like five or six days shy of a month since I've talked to my mother. And like I said, I I can't lie. I think about it every day. I wonder like, do she miss me? Or how does she go on knowing that the relationship with your daughter is, like gone like or your granddaughter you don't even I changed my number you don't even know you don't have access to me and my child and it's like I wonder daily like you know does she does she think about us does she miss us does she care is she sorry like those type of thoughts run through my mind every day but like I said it's just it's just learning to accept it I have I have my days I have my moments and I'm just grateful that God placed people in my life to fill those voids and to love me and my child completely. Like, we, we, like, yeah, I have this boy, yeah, I long for my mama, but we not lacking love. Like, we good. Me and my child are good. We, we got everything we need. We, we are surrounded by people that love us and care for us and just want to see the best for both of us. So it's 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 a it's a very bittersweet thing, but yeah, like I said, it's just a different type of hurt when like that situation, y'all, it played through my head so many times. Seeing my baby face and I just of course I haven't elaborated on the situation don't know if I ever will but just seeing my baby face and just knowing that my mama could get up in my face push up on me clap in my face like doing all of this like I'm just a random chick on the street all while I'm holding my baby like it's just it's it's gotta gotta put your foot down at some point you know and then like I said right in the three-page letter 
just to have your feelings invalidated and to be told that I was making all of that up. That's not in her character. It's just, I just, like I said, I can extend that grace. I can forgive, but at the same time, I am a mother myself. And I could never, ever, like, put my daughter, I pray that every day, I pray that our relationship is good. Every day, I pray that me and my daughter just live a healthy, long life together. Like, that's literally my everything. And I couldn't imagine saying or doing something to hurt her so much to the point where she doesn't want to talk to me anymore or she coming to me telling me I hurt her feelings and I just say oh I didn't do that or that's not me or get over it get out your emotions like I just can't imagine causing my daughter such pain and you know just basically shutting her down it's it's a different it's definitely different like I said as a mother it put me it gave me a different perspective and it put me I feel like in the middle of allow me to see both perspectives because like I said parents go through things I go through my stuff I've been going through a lot literally this past year like it's been something like every week non-stop from September 2021 to now it's just been something and yeah I caught myself you know where I would be snappy with my daughter and you know just having my moments where you know sometimes I don't want to be bothered sometimes I catch myself but I have to realize well I you know I tell myself like she can't she can't she can't get wet because mommy going through a storm my baby can't feel my pain because i'm going through like i can't take it out on her she don't deserve that so i it's like like i said just being being a mother myself put me on it just let me see both sides it let me see yeah my mama my mama has a lot of deep rooted trauma a lot of pain a lot of hurt and a lot of things that she went through she has her own life a lot of things that I don't even know about probably may never know about that she's went through but at the same time it doesn't excuse the behavior it's not okay you can't treat people any kind of way because of what you've been through you can't talk to people any kind of way you can't put your hands on people you can't disrespect people and just think that you know everything's going to be okay that's not how that works people people definitely have the right and should put boundaries in place to protect themselves so that's my topic guys that's my whole spiel look at 333 as soon as i finish that's been that number y'all but that's my whole spiel on the grief of going no contact that i feel like a lot of people don't talk about that i wanted to touch on because it's like like i said in this whole year of me discussing it with people it's like nobody ever tells me Nobody ever talks about it. I don't know if it tells me, but, like, nobody ever says there's going to be a grief that comes with it. Like, I can't remember. I've talked to, like, some mentor. I was in a mentorship program, and she told me, yeah, you're going to have to cut her off. Like, I've, I've heard that multiple times. You're going to have to cut her off. You're going to have to, you know, do what you got to do to protect yourself. But, like I said, nobody talks about that grief. So, if you are considering con- considering or preparing to go no contact, do be prepared for that. Yes. It's an up and down roller coaster, but just remember why you're doing what you're doing. Remember 
at the end of the day, you're on your journey and you have to protect yourself. People are going to have opinions. People are going to have, you know, inputs. But like I said, you have to remember why you're doing what you're doing and do what's best for you at all times. At all times, do what's best for you. Alrighty, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys go to go um, follow me on Instagram. Make sure y'all are tuning in. I promise y'all I'm back. Every single week, every Friday, we're going to be back with an upload. If y'all got content, um, like ideas, anything you want me to talk about, touch on, you can leave it on the community forum on Spotify, or you can DM me on my Instagram. That will be A-M-E-A-A-A-R underscore. Amir with three A's underscore. So, yeah, guys, I will see you guys next Friday. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And... Peace, love, and good vibes to my soul tribe.